Hello and welcome back to The Brew Interviews, the one podcast that's spreading the sensation across the nation, regardless of how much that sensation burns when you urinate. I am Robbie, and joining me as always via the internet is my best friend Lauren. It is episode 55, and this week we review the new Rocco's Modern Life movie, and then end on discussing whether or not we like remakes and reboots of old TV shows. So sit back, grab a beer, and a bucket of choky chicken, and join us on Netflix this week on The Brew Interviews. The Brew Interviews, coast to coast, brews, faves, and more with Lauren and Robbie. Before we begin, I'd like to say this episode is sponsored by Tavor, the craft beer delivery service that brings independently brewed beers right to your door, but you will hear more about them later on in the show. And be sure to stick around because we have some giveaways to talk about, and Tavor was kind enough to give us our own promo code for a discount, which can only be found by listening to the show. But for now, Lauren, how are you? Well, Robbie... I'm exhausted. <laughs> I don't really have a whole lot of reasons to be exhausted, but uh, last week was super draining at work. I had some difficult conversations <laughs> with my boss, and I uh, highly recommend anyone who's having trouble at work to just communicate because you never know where it's going to get you. I think that's what I've been telling you. Well, I've been telling you to call yeah. like an asshole or something like that, but that's different. Well, trust me, I wanted to at a few points. I almost walked out about five minutes into our meeting, but uh, a half an hour meeting turned into a two and a half hour meeting, yeah. so... Uh, that was fun, and uh, I'm tired from all of the uh, emotional exhaustion. <laughs> the emotional from last exhaustion. Week. <laughs> but we did trivia at um, Liquid Therapy mm-hmm. yesterday, a Harry Potter themed trivia, and we came in second. We only lost by two points. You still didn't win. We were so close, Robbie. We wagered all our points at the end and got the answer right. Oh my so, God. hey, hey, second is pretty good. <laughs> We didn't win the $50 gift card, yeah. but we'll get there. You're not first, you're last, right? Isn't that the whole thing? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. But other than that, doing okay. I'm excited to go to Nashville next week. I'm going to a music fest up in Vermont. So I think that we're probably going to take a stopover in Canada in the morning. Bring your passport. Yeah. Well, we're going to go up to um, Hill Farmstead. Yeah. So uh, it doesn't open till noon. So we thought we'd leave early and like go to Montreal for a few hours and then, <laughs> and then come back. <laughs> yeah. Why I not? Guess, It'll be yeah. fun. Yeah. How about you, Robbie? How have you been? I've been good. Um, this morning was kind of bad. Um, I know it's kind oh, of no. I know it's kind of a first world problem, but I had a bad avocado, and it oh, just like starts no. your day off. She like it was ripe, and it was fine. And then, it, and then I like I just it just tasted funky, and it had like a oh, weird no. chalky texture. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening with this avocado? So that, I started my day off a little shitty without that, but. You know, this is the 21st century. Write, Shouldn't happen. Shouldn't happen. I would write a strongly worded letter to, to the, the avocado store that you bought it. <laughs> Dear avocado, <laughs> you are a piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I'll do that next time. I don't feel like writing a letter. Well, next time you have a shitty avocado, <laughs> get out our cat cards. Yes, and write, write a shitty. Write a letter. It's gonna get returned. You just Probably. put. You just put address. It says avocados. Yeah, what's the fucking problem? What would happen if you put the the mailing address and the return address to avocados? Do you think they just throw it in the in the garbage? They would probably shred it. Like nobody should see this <laughs> this garbage. I can't believe they wasted a stamp on this piece of shit. Oh, that's the best way to like get around paying postage if you what? just put the return address and the and the go to address as the same address. What do you mean getting around? What? That way you don't have to pay postage. If you put the return address as the same mailing address, it has to go to the same address. You don't have to pay postage at all. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so 
<laughs> so, if, so if I was sending something out to you from here, I would just put your address twice? Yeah. I don't think that works. No, it absolutely does work. Then try it. I not, have. not with my shit, but... <laughs> I will. I'll do it with my address. Yeah. See if it actually comes back to me. I did that sending something out once. I never got it back, so... Yeah, must have... Good Lord, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> anyway, what are you drinking this week, Lord? Well, Robbie, this week I am drinking I Owe You Nothing from Discord. It is a sour IPA with raspberries and lemon. It is a 7% ABV. Um, and I think that it is brewed and canned by Discord Beer Company out of Bronx, New York. So they're out of Bronx. They're out of the Bronx. Bronx. The Bronx. The Bronx. Yes. Um, and it has the brightest, loveliest red color to it, and it smells fantastic, so I am very excited to try it. Nice. Mm. Oh my god, that's so good. I love anything with raspberries and lemon. So this is basically a dream come true, because it's also a sour. It has, like, the lemon is kind of like a lemongrass. Like, it has that, like, herby kind of taste to it. You know what I mean? I not just, like, not. fake lemon. Okay, well. <laughs> I'm not really gnawing on lemongrass a whole lot, so. Well, if you ever have lemongrass in something, yeah. you understand that, like, kind of grassy taste that comes along with it. Vegetal? Yeah, but it's, it's fucking delicious. This is so good. If you like raspberries and lemon and sours, fucking get those beers. Nice. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. How about you, Robbie? What are you drinking this week? Well, since we are sponsored by Tavor this week, I'd figure I'd drink another beer from my Tavor crate. I am drinking... Wait, this was... Have I been reading this beer wrong the entire time? Probably. No, 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 I haven't. I'm just I'm just dumb. Okay. Yep. It is called I'm, Superhero... I'm, I'm... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it is called Superhero Sidekicks IPA. This is from Kings County Brewers Collective in Brooklyn, New York. Oh, look at us drinking yeah, New York beers. we didn't plan this either. Uh, it's an IPA, 6.9% alcohol. And it has like one of the coolest can art I've ever seen for a beer. Show it to me right now. Wow, that's so neat. It looks like a holographic like old Pokemon card combined with yeah, a comic it book. It is, it is cool. really good. Yeah. Um, let's see. It's brewed with Mosaic, Idaho 7, Centennial, and Cascade hops. Ooh. Those are some good hops there. I feel like uh, the Idaho one, the Idaho hops, Idaho 7. Utaho. Ud- Idaho. <laughs> I feel like I can tell that hop, like, it's like you know, certain hops you can just kind of tell right away. I think that yeah. Idaho 7 is the one I'm tasting. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. I've definitely had this one before. I can do that with mosaic hops. Like, I yeah, know if mosaic there's mosaic the hop way. in there. Yep. I know if there are galaxy hops in there. Yeah. I'm starting to kind of pick out the Cascade hop a little bit more in beers, too. Maybe that's what we need to do. We need to find beers with with just one hop and have to guess yeah. like a like a blind taste and see which one we can tell is which hop. Ooh, I would definitely I like lose. that I idea, Robbie. That I'm good at that shit. Yeah, so that's the only thing you're good at. But this is a good Basically. beer. It's not bad. It's it's pretty average, a little bit of above average IPA. It's nothing special. Good. But um, at least it's not below average. Yeah, I, I wouldn't think it would be, but. Yeah, it's good. I'm, I'm not underwhelmed. I'm not overwhelmed. I'm just whelmed. <laughs> it's an, just, just whelmed. whelmed. It's, it's an enjoyable beer. Can't complain. Mm, I'm still thoroughly enjoying mine. Thoroughly enjoying it. <laughs> we both went, I feel like we were about to talk. Well, I was just going to say it would probably go really good with that tequila that I was just doing shots of. The one you're so. drinking? Yeah. Raspberry, lemon, and then a bunch of tequila. No, I think you'd well, just be I drunk might... at that point and then it'd just be like, whatever. <laughs> 
Yeah, you. You know what would go good with this beer? Hot fudge. Oh well, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I had a lint chocolate before we started recording. God, you're supposed to be eating healthy. I did eat healthy. I ate the only food that was in my house. I made another tortilla pizza. I thought you were going to say the only food in your house was lint chocolate. No. I had to put the chocolate in the fucking freezer, though, because my apartment is so hot it was melting. Yeah. We should just throw it out in the garbage anyway. You don't need it. You're done with chocolate. But chocolate's so good. You're done with chocolate. I don't eat chocolate that often. Just tortilla pizzas? I love tortilla uh-huh. pizzas. Well, it's yeah. not like a giant tortilla. It's just a little itty-bitty tortilla. Go grocery shopping. <laughs> well, I will. I don't get paid until you Thursday, have, You okay? have a disposable income. You can go grocery shopping. Uh, not this week, I don't. I bought plane tickets tonight. <laughs> I don't feel bad for you then. I don't feel bad. For yeah. Why? Well, I, I wasn't complaining. You I was just were. <laughs> I wasn't complaining. I like tortilla pizza. I'm just saying like that's the only food poor. I have. I used all the rest of my cheese that I have in my apartment. All right. I've been doing good. I've been going to the grocery store. I make a sandwich for myself at work every day. So I'm not spending money on, on lunches. That's good. That's what you yeah. should have been doing in the beginning. Well, yeah. I'm trying to save for. I'm trying to save. You're trying to save. Yeah. Tortilla pizzas it is. Once you're broke, you're always broke. All right, we're going to move on to the main topic of the night. As you heard in the intro, uh, there's a new Rocco's Modern Life movie. Yes, 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 yes. Which, for those of us that grew up in the 90s, Rocco's Modern Life was kind of one of those staple shows on Nickelodeon for years. One of my favorites. Years. I mean, what did it it ran from... 93 to 96 or 97 i said something like that uh it had four seasons yeah so 93 97 uh i think 1993 is when it came out yeah so probably 1997 when yeah yeah that's what i just said okay well i wasn't listening (laughs) i know i know you're never listening (laughs) uh the new movie is called static cling it is a movie based off the original nickelodeon show from the 90s so it was produced by Nickelodeon Studios and was originally meant to air on TV back in 2018. Really? So it sounds like it had been completed by then, but for some reason, they just never released it. And I couldn't find the reason why. Well, it was it was supposed to go on TV, right? Yes. Not not just Netflix? It was never supposed to be on Netflix. Well, now it yeah. is, bitches. Well, see, this, they sold the distribution rights to Netflix. I think that was the smartest thing they could have ever done. Yeah. And once you kind of watch the movie, you kind of understand, yeah, this probably wouldn't fly on TV nowadays. Yeah. Well, even like when they redid the um, Hey Arnold movie. Yeah. Something about jungles. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But it totally flopped because they aired it on like normal TV and like kids who are watching that that channel don't don't know what Hey Arnold is. Like they didn't grow up watching Hey Arnold. The people who are watch who are watching that show are watching things on Netflix. Like they don't have cable. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I, but I don't think that's not the reason why. I, I think when you watch the movie, there was a lot of innuendo and weird things that would not fly today on Nickelodeon. Oh, but it yeah, except that's what Rocco's Modern Life has it always was. been. Yeah, about. but that was back in the '90s where there were were no rules pretty much <laughs> with cartoons. Yeah, you're right. I mean, well, no, there were rules, and the and um the thing about it was that the the creator Joe Murray he was always it was always geared towards adults. Yeah. And Nickelodeon was just like, yeah, we fucking like it. Do what you do. And so they were constantly push- pushing sensory boundaries. Yeah. Well, they got around a lot of them, so. Yeah, they did. Anyway, movie is only a 45-minute runtime, which is great because it's just a quick watch. It doesn't really waste any of your day. Um, the cast of the voice actors is basically the same exact cast of voice actors from the original TV show. Um, Which is awesome. Yeah, you have uh, Carlos. I'll, I always fuck up his last name. I don't even know. El Recari. El 
Alazraku, Alazraku, whatever, you know him from, he does a lot of TV shows actually, um, but you might know him from Reno 911, he was also the voice of the Taco Bell dog back in the 90s, Yeah. he plays Rocco, you have uh, Tom Kenny, who voices Heifer, he also does Spongebob and a million other cartoon characters nowadays. Yeah. Oh, and the guy who does Rocco also does um, the teacher from Fairly Odd Parents. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I think I just wrote down many, many shows. <laughs> under his... <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. Uh, and then we move on to Charlie Adler, who plays Mr. and Mrs. Bighead. And I didn't know who this guy was, so I, I looked up all of his like his uh, IMDb history and stuff like that. This dude mm-hmm. was in some amazing shows that I grew up watching in the 80s and 90s. Um, he, he played the voice of Starscream from Transformers. He was Ickis from the Avril Monsters. Um, oh, really? Yeah, he was one of the main characters in SWAT Cats, which I fucking love SWAT Cats, and nobody remembers what SWAT Cats were. I don't even know what that yeah, is. Yeah, you suck. Sonic the Hedgehog. You suck. Uh, the cartoon. He played in Darkwing Duck, Tiny Toons, Tailspin. He was Paddington Bear. I didn't fucking oh, know. Yeah. Um, Jem from Jem and the Holograms. Well, he didn't play Jem. He was one of the characters. Jem was a woman. Uh, Brave Star. <laughs> and for those of you that don't know what fucking Brave Star is... That cartoon was awesome. It was about a, I don't it, was, know. it was like a Native American like crime fighter cowboy brave star. Cool. No. <laughs> you want to continue and like, singing? And he, maybe, and it'll, like, maybe it'll oh, click. We got to play it sometime. But like, and he would like harness the powers of like animal spirits because he was Native American. And uh, oh, that actually sounds familiar. Brave star. I'll send you the video. Yeah, afterwards. yeah, please. Um, he played IR Baboon. Okay. And he that was on sense. a lot of episodes of Cow and Chicken and stuff like that too. So uh, this guy's fucking chicken. done it all. I didn't know. I didn't know about him. Wow. Yeah. I feel like that's a lot of people that do voiceovers for characters. Yeah, but I mean, if you're in that many big shows like that, like Tom Kenny, you kind of know people's names. You know what I mean? Because they get. So I big. don't know the names of anyone who voices. Well, any I'm not records. surprised by that. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> and lastly, we have uh, Doug Osawiski. Osawski. He plays Filbert, and he also plays Plankton on the SpongeBob yes. series. Yes. So, and then, I mean, there's plenty of other people that voice characters in the show that we're not going to go over but it's just kind of neat how they got the original cast and crew to come back and do it do they yeah. get it right they didn't try to recast voices and i think that that goes along with the whole movie also yeah. just because the entire theme was let's do this right like the og way <clears throat> and they were kind of instead of like shitting on themselves or something not, not shitting on themselves but i think we're, we're going to get more into it as we go along but just kind of like a self-aware breaking the yes. fourth wall kind of show Anyways, uh, I'm going to read a quick plot synopsis for those of you that haven't seen it yet. All right, this is straight from Wikipedia, or is it IMDb? One of them, so we know it's super accurate, eh, right? doesn't matter. It's on the internet, it's true. Yeah, right. After being stuck in space for 20 years, Rocco and his friends return to a late 2010s-era O-Town with modern amenities such as constantly updating touchscreen phones, radioactive energy drinks, food trucks, and coffee shops on every corner. Rocco, who does not share Heifer and Filbert's enthusiasm for the 21st century, attempts to get his favorite television show, The Fatheads, back on the air, since it was the last remnant of his past. To do so, he goes on a quest to find Ralph Bighead, the show's creator, and save O-Town. Which, yeah, they're, they're pretty much on spot on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there it is. That's that's a very accurate synopsis <laughs> of, that, of that. And I don't even, like, yeah, it's a movie, but honestly, it feels more like an extended TV show. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's only 45, 45 minutes, minutes long. So that's, what, two episodes of normal Rocco's Modern Life, I think? They were, like, 22 yeah. minutes each, so. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of weird, because normally it'd be, like, like an hour TV show is 45 minutes because of commercial breaks. But this is right. Netflix, so there's no commercial breaks, so you know it was originally made 
for TV. For TV. It's only 45 minutes. Yeah. So it's kind of funny how that, that pans out. Yeah. I just want to say that I fucking loved this movie. Really? I think, oh, yeah. Well, first off, I'm a huge Rocco's Modern Life fan. Yeah. And although the, this TV show, this movie was so in your face about what it was about, it was just like, we're going to cover all of modern day living issues right now and we're not even going to be subtle about it like we're just going to be so in your face and satirical about everything that's going on in modern day big fan of that and uh, the movie was essentially like a reflection of the show itself how so well all right so the entire movie was basically trying to get this show that like was loved in the 90s back on tv and it was just around for like one movie and that's exactly what Rocco's Modern Life is. The show hasn't been around for 20 years and now there was a need for it. Like Rocco really I feel like <laughs> illustrates our our like inner 90s kids. It's like I just need a break from all of this fucking change and all of this bullshit that's going on around me. Like just bring back the show that I loved from the 90s so that I can fucking have an escape or like for 45 you know what minutes. I mean? For 45 minutes and that's exactly what this what this movie was i think i would have enjoyed i I like the movie and we'll talk about that later but i think i would have liked this movie much more if i was like drinking while i was watching it (laughs) like 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 if you and i were together watching it and drinking i think it would have been a way better experience Uh than me just kind of trying to power through it for 45 minutes and take notes at the same time you know what i mean like it, it i think it's different and maybe I enjoyed it a little bit more because I've seen it three times. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> well, I watched it. I watched, well, I've semi seen it three times. So I watched it on Friday night. No, Saturday night? I watched it on Saturday night, but I fell asleep at the end because I was so fucking tired. We started <laughs> watching it late, but I only fell asleep with like five minutes left to watch, but I wasn't really paying attention. So it kind of soaked in then. Mm-hmm. And then I rewatched it last night when I got home, but I was a little bit tipsy because I had been drinking and then I had another beer when I got home. And so I wasn't, you know, I was, I was, I watched the whole thing, but like I was a little out of it. And then I just rewatched it again right before we started recording. (laughs) But honestly, if I didn't know, and you had told me that this had been off the air for 20 years, I wouldn't believe you because it didn't even skip a beat. So, so that was my first question I had written down on a piece of paper was, did this take off exactly where the show ended? Because I don't remember the last episode of Rocco's Modern Life. You know, I I don't remember either. I used to watch Rocco's Modern Life to fall asleep to yeah. a few years ago, but so I've I've seen every episode multiple times, but I couldn't tell you what the last episode I have was. A feeling I should have watched the last episode. I know, I should have too, but I have a feeling it probably did. Yeah, it's too because random. that show is so it's so good at yeah, it. Yeah, and it was too random to not start off where it left off like that just randomly in space like that. That would have been too weird yeah. and abrupt. But anyway, yeah, I agree. Um that opening scene with um what is it? Very, very big man. What's his? Very, very big very, man. Very, very big man and his fucking nipples into the future. No, really, really big man. Really, really man. big man. Yeah, yeah. Very, yeah, very yeah. big man. <laughs> well, we were close. That's, it's that's fine. a Pornhub title. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. Really, really big man. His fucking nipples of the future. I forgot about his fucking nipples. I was like, oh my God, there's so much of this show that I totally forgot about. Uh, same. Same. Yeah, but, yeah, but you recently and, said you've been watching the show, so you kind of had an idea. Yeah, but I... But I didn't like. He's not like a huge character no. in it, you know. Like, well, he, he is. A few, he's a really, like, really big man. Oh, is he a really, really big you. character? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, <laughs> but he's not like a main character. You know what uh, I mean? He's, so. he's a he's a second tier character, but he's probably near the top for second tier characters. There were so many like kind of thrown in in the background that I noticed. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, like the grandpa. Yeah, Grandpa Wolf is a ghost. <laughs> 
he gets that was funny. He's, he's possessed a lawn gnome again. <laughs> that was the spot that I really laughed during this, this movie. Oh, I just love that, like, it took all of the different generations. Mm-hmm. Like, they had, like, the old dead generations. It's like, I had to walk uphill both ways in the snow. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of complaining about things. I mean, that was always Grandpa Wolf, though. Yeah, I yeah. know, but I like that they brought that back just to, like, include that generation in this movie. So, um, when they were in space at the beginning, they were watching TV. They were watching the same Fatheads Fat movie. How did they have electricity in space? <laughs> I was like... Solar power. That was the first they thing I thought panels, about. They had solar panels, Robbie, like, obviously. That doesn't make any sense. But, well, um, how would they have lived in space for 20 listen, years without any food or running water? I didn't water, think about right? that, okay? <laughs> You just cared about the electricity. I cared about how they got the electricity. <laughs> but, like, this this whole movie was, like, peppered with references and things from the old show, obviously. Uh, Choky Chicken was, like, one of the first places yes. they got back. I'm like, God damn, Choky Chicken. I forgot about that. But did you notice in this movie, uh, Choky Chicken was, like, no GMOs. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, it was, like, like, hipster and, like, new and organic. Yeah, and yeah. the chicken, instead of being, like, this huge fucking fat chicken, it was, like, a tiny skinny yeah, chicken. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, what else do we got here? Uh, I wrote self, uh, self-aware movie realizes it's not in the 90s anymore. Because like, it's, it's funny because yes. they knew that their life took place in the 90s in the show that took place in the 90s. I just I just thought that yeah. was kind of I was like, oh, that's, it's not meta, but it's, it's just and self-aware. I actually, I actually really appreciate that also because in the original TV show, Rocco was supposed to be 20 years old. Oh, really? Yeah. And so the fact and like now he's back in the 90s, but it's still like he's kind of like 20 years old. So it relates to our generation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like they didn't age in space at all. (laughs) Uh, They made fun of like all the crazy bizarre food trucks that we have nowadays and all the hipster food trucks and stuff like that. I got a taco and a taco. I got a pizza taco. I got food poisoning. poisoning. (laughs) Um, The fridge bugs. Remember, there's always bugs in Rocco's fridge. They were there, too. And I was like, oh, my yeah. God, that's awesome. And they were all, like, decrepit and homeless because they had been stuck in space for 20 years. I'm like, I totally forgot. And Mrs. Bighead just fucking comes over and eats them. Yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot about all these little side characters that just... Yeah, same. So I think about, what, 15 minutes into the movie? Probably when the, the main plot of the show really becomes... Uh, bit, Prevalent? Pre- yeah, there's a word for it. Yeah, I like that <laughs> there one. There you go. <laughs> anyway, if you remember, was it Conglomo? It's like the big company yes. that, uh, what the fuck? See, I always, I always keep fucking up Fathead and Big Head. Fat, Fathead is the TV, is the TV show. show. Yeah, big Head, big head is, is, is na- the yeah. character. And he works there and he he screws the company and they go broke and the whole town of, of O-Town goes like bankrupt and all that stuff. And they try to bring back the Fathead show to kind of bring some life and money back into the town because mm-hmm. the creator of Fatheads is... Mr. Bighead's son. <laughs> Ralph Bighead. Ralph Bighead. And their quest on to find Ralph Bighead. Which I felt was like, I wish they had done more with that. Like they had actually like, because like when they searched around the world, they just went to a place uh-huh. for two seconds. And then they just found him in like Egypt or wherever the fuck they were. Yeah. And I was like, okay. That I could've... mean, I can see why they would like cut that kind of part out. Like you don't want to get into global politics. Like... No, not global politics. There's no global politics. I'm just saying like an no, adventure. But... That could have been an adventure, but they didn't do that that way. I think that because that's not their focus. Like their focus was on like modern day issues. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? And and it's and it's pandering towards Americans. Yeah. But I didn't know that. So, you don't know that at the time when you're watching it because it's early in. I guess. I kind of like the ambiguous pill uh what is it? Ambiguous pillows? Uh culturally ambiguous pillows. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking know. Did you notice one of like the art styles 
Their art style didn't change at all, which is good, no. first of all. So they must have yeah. the same creators as well. Yeah, they did. But mm-hmm. um, everything has a mouth on it in Rocco's modern life world. Everything. It starts in the beginning with the VCR. The VCR has a mouth, spits out the VCR, the VHS tape, and then the VHS tape yep. has a mouth, and it spits out the ribbon inside. And I'm like, why does everything have a mouth? And if you keep watching it, all these inanimate objects just have mouths every once in a while. Yeah. I'm like, well, that was that was a Rocco's Modern Life thing that they did all the time. Yeah, it was. I don't know why they did I don't that. Don't either. Or... It's really weird and almost like sexual. I like it though. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. You would love if everything yeah. had a mouth, huh? Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take this empty beer can with a mouth. Ooh. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Yuck. Oh. oh boy. Do you have anything to add to this? Oh, I was just gonna I was just gonna say the whole topic of the the movie. It really threw me off because it started out going in the direction that you think they're gonna do a lot of satire on like big businesses and like how they're fucking over like the little guy and like change needs to happen. And then it totally transitioned to this transgender like yeah. issue it i was i was a little thrown off by it but i'm happy that they did it why because no one else will no one else does everyone talks about trans stuff nowadays no there are no cartoon what you name one cartoon where there's a transgender character uh none because they know that that's not good <laughs> See, there's no exactly, money in that Robbie. Yeah, but everyone fucking loves Rocco's Modern Life. It's an issue that needs to be talked about. Yeah, but it's not a change that's happening. Rocco's. And the fact that like when well, Rachel or yeah. Ralph, Ralph now Rachel, was just like, I'm Rachel and all like Rocco, Heifer, and uh what the fuck Filbert was like, Okay, cool, great. Like <laughs> come back and fucking make a make a cartoon. That's <laughs> that's all we care about. I just I thought that, that was really neat. I like that they brought that issue in along with like the issue of like big business and like higher ups in like the corporate world like i really appreciated the montage also of um where a mr bighead fucked the entire corporation he was like oh i never make a mistake mm-hmm. like and then he screws everyone over because i've had a lot of issues at work this week and i feel the same way it's like you know what you're allowed to fuck up as a boss to be fair but then, whose fault was that whose fault was what that he made that mistake uh, I don't know. Something fell on the calculator. No, it was Rocco when they were coming in on the rocket, and he yeah, turned, but like something, and he turned because he got scared because of the rocket, and he hit the calculator. <laughs> exactly. So he fucked so up. So it's the little guy's fault. <laughs> it, yeah, but then they had the whole montage of like when they needed, like they were trying to push to get the TV show done. Yeah. It was like the the big guys yelling at the little guys, and like the little worms like had to like were just working so hard and like totally overworked, and like at the beginning, Mister Bighead was what's our motto? And everyone was like, don't never clock in overtime. Yeah. I was just like, there are so many what like the- parallels that I can draw to my fucking life right now. They were like walking past one of the workers and he's like, how are the kids, Bill? And he's like, I don't he's like, know. I don't know. Because <laughs> he's just been there working the whole time. <laughs> See, that was fun. I was just yeah. like, this speaks to my soul well, so hard right now. now. <laughs> um, I really like how they just kind of took the opportunity to shit on how cartoons are made nowadays. I think that's the main oh, yeah. thing they wanted to get out. Was I like, really liked that also. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. When they had like, they're like, we have computers and it makes everything better. Yeah. And then they had like the the worst fucking like 3D thing. And the, even the boss was like, this is fucking yep. terrible. Yep. <laughs> the whole Ralph to Rachel thing. I, it, it played like such a minimal part though. It was like five minutes maybe. And then they solved well, the issue so section. quick. Yeah, and I was like. 
Eh, and like they, 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 there was no point in this. I don't know. I think they just wanted I to make a splash. Disagree with I you. I think they just wanted. I one hundred percent disagree with wow. you. I think that it was important, and I think that it brought around the fact that, cha- like, yeah, things change, and you just need to fucking accept it. You can't just. You need to be open to change. Yeah, this whole and movie was being, about and going and like change. literally the the like symbology of like transgender as that change. I think was very well played because not only did it, not only did it cover like current issues but it's also like a metaphor for change it's like things are changing whether you want it or not that's how people are comfortable like you just have to accept it i just i just didn't see the point of it i really Robbie, that's because you're you're not open-minded and you don't like <laughs> transgenders <laughs> i like you i don't know what you are most of the time i'm not <laughs> transgender i'm just gay you don't like transgenders no i just i'm not transgender it was <laughs> you so heard funny it though, here first I was... lauren hates hates you trannies <laughs> no I don't have a problem with transgender people. It was so funny because I was at home this weekend and we were going through old pictures. And then Danny brought up that picture of me that you have in your wallet. She has in her wallet. Yeah. And she sh- she was like, she showed my mom. She's like, this is my favorite picture of Lauren. My mom's like, you know, nowadays I'd be taking her to the doctors to see if she needed one if she was transgender. <laughs> because when I was young, I wanted to be- I was such a tomboy. I was like, I want to be a boy because like I didn't know what I don't know. Sexuality is like not a thing when you're that young. No. <laughs> I was just a big homo. A big gay lesbian. Uh, we're making stickers of that picture, by the way. So stay tuned. We are absolutely we'll not. We'll be selling Lauren stickers. Nope. nope. That's not a. I tell you what, if you head on over to our iTunes and you leave a review, I will send you a sticker of that picture. Yeah, that means yeah, you got to make it. That means you got to make the stickers. Well, if I don't think anyone's gonna fucking do a review, so <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker from Norway did. Did he? What did he say? I don't know. It was in Norwegian. Oh. <laughs> was it really? Yeah, well, it's it's not on iTunes. I know that. <laughs> so I don't know what review. I wonder he's... where they left a review. All right, what were we talking about? Everything. You being gay. <sighs> Big old homo right here. That's. <laughs> All right, so now that we've talked about it a little bit, we pretty much covered the whole movie. I mean, there's not a whole lot, which is kind of nice. I loved it. But, uh, I don't care what you say. We're going to go over some ratings here. Ooh. So on IMDb, this currently has, like as of this day, what it came out. What day did it come out? Three days ago? Two days ago? It came out Friday. Friday? The 9th. Okay. So this is a Monday. We're recording this right now on the 12th. So if that helps you. Anybody. Um, as of this time, the current IMDb rating is 7.7. Out of 10. Out of, out of 10? Yep. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know if this is the... I'm assuming this is the audience score. Um, it's not. Oh, that's weird. Okay. the There is no critic consensus yet, but the audience score is a 77%. Out of 100? Yes. Great. Um, and the tomato meter, which I thought was based off of critics and the audience score, but maybe not. It's at a hundred percent, but that's only ten reviews. So that doesn't count. I think it's too. It absolutely counts. It's ten too people new. say that it's the best thing ever. It's too new. Because look at the seventy-seven percent audience score is out of eighty-nine ratings. So that that's still not a lot for a movie, but it's still it's more telling. Well, it's only been out for three. Yeah, days that's what I'm saying. It. So that's why, like, as of this time, these are the these are the ratings we have. It wasn't a bad movie. It was like just like a long episode of Rocco's Modern Life, um, which is the best show. Yeah, that's debatable. Um. Well, listen, I love Rocco's <laughs> Modern Life. I just like how they how they drew like a di- the disconnect between the generations right now, and like how everyone is like so unwilling for change, but like 
guess what? As as the winds of change said, you I don't <laughs> I don't remember what it said. <laughs> Yo, you're gonna quote it, but you don't remember. <laughs> yeah, it was basically like you just have to be open to change because that's what's gonna make everyone happy. Like it's the it's for the greater good, like to just be open to change. And even at the end, like it threw me off a little bit that like Rocco was so upset that there were that like his, even his favorite TV show had change in it. Yeah, with the baby. And then it's like it's like our generation like we want change, but as soon as we get change, that's not like the change that we want. We fucking complain about the change. Listen, sometimes the old stuff is still better. Okay, this yeah, is coming from the girl who eats a candy that was made in the 1800s every day. So fucking Werther's <laughs> old bitch. <laughs> I don't eat it every day. I only eat it every once in a while. <laughs> she melts them all together and makes a giant Werther's. Why would you tell everyone my secret? <laughs> <laughs> then she rubbed it on her body. He's not wrong. Are Werther's sticky? I don't remember. They are if you get them wet. Oh, you've used that one before. Okay. <laughs> so, I, I, what do you want to do? What do you want to rate this? Do we rate these at a five or ten? I don't remember what we did for movies. I think it's five, right? Five for movies? I think it was, yeah, I think, sure. I think we did that. Ah, beats the shit out of me. Let's just do it for five. It was fine. I loved Rocco's Modern Life growing up, and I think it's cool that they did this little movie. Um, Honestly, I mean, it was nice that it was short, but I also wish it was a little bit longer, too. Yeah, I agree with that. I'd have to give it, like, a 3.75. It wasn't bad. It was good. Worth a watch. I give this movie a 4.75 because I love it. Whoa. And I think that... Whoa, I thought you loved Rocco's Modern Life. I do. Why I, isn't it getting I'm, to five? You said this is the best movie ever. <laughs> uh, a, because it wasn't long enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Ayo. Oh, um, yeah, sorry. Well, that's, I I just loved it. <laughs> I wish that I had focused more on like the, I don't You don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wish they had more to do with Heifer and. I love and, Heifer. And, uh, filibuster. Yeah, because. They're such like essential characters in the show, but I was like, there wasn't enough time for them to really get back into the. the, Yeah, I think they left it open that they could make some more episodes, though. You know Uh, what I mean? Like maybe, maybe. and they kind of hinted in there that like, oh, like maybe it's open for like reruns. You know what I mean? Like it's open (laughs) for like new episodes. Up on Hulu. Yeah, I love Hulu. I hate Hulu. Um, fuck you. Fuck you. I'm sweaty. You're always sweaty. Yeah, you're right. So 4.75 and a 3.75. I mean... That just means I'm better than you, Robbie. (laughs) We're going to fight so hard when I get home. Bring it. Bring it on. I'm going to fight you. I'm working out. I'm going to fight Christina. This is going to get ridiculous. I'm just beating up women. Oh, okay, don't say that. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to... Isolate that. Isolate that part. Just beating up women. Isolate the part before... Hopefully I never go to court because I feel like somebody could just take every episode of the show and just snip out yes. little tiny bits and make an audio recording. It'd be yes. really bad. Don't piss off the wrong person. Really bad. I do what I want. I'm going to need I, – I need a new beer also. So <laughs> do we want to cut to a beer break anyway? Yeah. Let's do a quick beer break. But before we do that, are we able to rate our beers or do we want to wait? Yeah. I'll rate your, I'll You'll rate rate your beer, Robbie. Let's rate each other's beers. All right, I had Superhero Sidekicks IPA from Kings County Brewers Collective in Brooklyn, New York. Solid IPA, nothing special, but it's not too mundane. Uh, even three, right in the middle. Even three? Even three. Listen, I drank. I owe you nothing. 
uh, from Discord Brewing in the Bronx. And I give this beer the same rating that I gave Rocco's Modern Life, 4.75. Holy shit. That might be one of your highest rated beers. Because it's really fucking good. I know. It's real. I could drink this every day, all day long. It is so good. It's lemongrassy. It's raspberry. It's refreshing. It's sour. It's fucking phenomenal. You hear you heard yeah, it here first, folks. You heard it here You got it. You, you done heard it here first. Oh, there's gunk All right, I'm so sorry. All right, let's take a quick beer break. Listeners. All right, beer break. Go. Love you, Robbie. Be right back. Today's episode is sponsored by Tavor. If you don't know, Tavor is a craft beer delivery service that ships specialty beers right to your door. With Tavor, you don't need to bother with black market beer trades or scouring the store shelves for new and exciting product. With this app, you can browse through tons of specialty craft beer that you would not normally be able to find in your immediate area. And you know Tavor is great because they only work with independent breweries, which means you get only the best that the beer world has to offer. And how easy is all of this? All you have to do is download the app on your phone, create an account, browse through and select all the beers that you desire, and add them to your monthly delivery. And guess what? It doesn't matter if you order one beer or 300, Tavor will ship out your monthly beer crate for the flat rate of $14.99. Tavor also shares two new beers on the app every day, so there's always something new to try. So we're asking you, as fans of beer, download the Tavor app now. That's Tavor, spelled T-A-V-O-U-R. And get delicious craft beer of your choosing delivered to your door each month. Thank you, Tavor, for sponsoring this episode of The Brew Interviews. Be sure to pay attention to our Instagram, because we will be giving away four $25 gift cards towards your order on Tavor. Just follow the instructions in the post, and we will randomly select a winner. And to go with the four gift cards, Tavor has also given us our very own promo code. So if you are a new Tavor member, use the promo code BREWINTERVIEWS for $10 credit when you spend at least $25 on your first crate. That's promo code BREWINTERVIEWS for $10 credit. Cheers, everyone. Now back to the show. And we are back from our beer break. I'm still rocking the same beer, Superhero Sidekicks. Lauren has a brand new beer. What are you drinking, Lauren? Well, Robbie, uh, this is a beer that I think you actually pill- pilled. Out. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Did Christ. I pillage out that, for you? What happened? Yeah, you, pill- you pillaged this beer for me. I think that you actually picked this one out really? uh, when we went to the Packy. Yep. So this is uh, put out by Smut Labs, and it is called... Uh, Siamese? Is that Siamese Gorilla? Gorilla? This is yeah. I bought. Okay, bitch, I bought this for myself, and I forgot that I bought. It. I left it. Yeah, in well, fridge. I'm gonna drink it right now. Because it was the 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 flavors were so fucking weird. I was like, oh, we have to try this. Oh, and I'm about to listen. Yeah. And if if it's if I think that it's super interesting, I will go get one and send it yeah. to you. Um. So the description of this beer is a Thai Irish red ale with lemongrass. Kaffir lime kaffir is that how you say that k a f f kaffir k a f f i r kaffir 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 yeah some sort of lime leaves yeah. and ginger so uh i'm going to tell you right now after smelling it i am not excited to drink now this. now smut labs is smutty noses experimental division it, right Yes, yes and they do if you are from new england and you ever see a baja hoodie that's a Smut Labs beer. Like they put, I don't know if it's under Smutty Nose now, but I'm sure. if it's a mainstream beer, I'm sure it is now. Yeah, I used to. You used to only be able to get it in like the big 750 milliliter bottles, but now I think they're doing it in like the smaller bottles. Yeah. Um, but it that one's made with like some sort of jalapeno or something. I don't know. Either way, try the one. Here we go. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say about this. Kind of shocks. It the has taste that bud. same. It has that same 
like grassy lemon taste that the last beer had. So that's nice. I'm glad to continue on that flavor. It definitely has a lime flavor. It reminds me a lot of the um, the lime taste in that Big Top beer, the Key Lime yeah. beer. Like that weird, like, like rimey like lime, lime taste. Almost like a fake lime. But it, it doesn't taste like fake lime. The smell coming off of the beer is something. <laughs> I don't. This is like if you were to just breathe in jungle air with bug spray. Awesome. That's what. But it also has an undertone of that red ale. <laughs> like, have you ever had a Kilkenny? Yeah. Yeah. It That's like the base flavor of this beer. Really? I mean, yeah. Kilkenny is like a generic red ale, so. Yeah, well, that's. I think that's probably one of the only red ales I've ever had, to be honest. Yeah. I'm going to wait to talk about this more. <laughs> let it sit. Um, yeah, I'm going to let it sit. It's such a subtle flavor when you first sip it. Like, you're just like, okay, this isn't that bad because it's, like, not super bold. But then the the aromas and shit that, like, fill your mouth, like, it, you taste it so much more after you've already swallowed it than when it's, like, in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> not going to say it. <laughs> not going to say it. Oh, that was gross. And I'm talking about beer, yeah. so... All right, we're going to move on to our wow. second topic for the night. It seems like in the last 10 years or so, like, Hollywood and these production companies have been keen to remaking or rebooting old TV shows and movies. And we figured, since today we did a... I don't know if it's technically... It's technically a re- reboot sequel. It's a reboot. It's like a reboot sequel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we figured we'd talk about other reboots, remakes... And that thing, you know, just kind of what we think about and it. How we feel yeah. about it. Because we need to talk about our feelings. Our feelings. Lauren always wants to talk about her feelings. <laughs> Listen, communication is very uh, important. So I have some famous reboots and remakes that have been made. Most of them within the Ooh. last 10 years or so, or 10 years or more. Kind of ones that were good, ones that failed, movies and TV shows. But um, uh, the first one I have up here is Red Dawn. Wolverines. Yeah, because you don't watch movies. But like, no. it was an 80s movie. Okay. It took place where the Russians took over in the United States Ooh. and like they fought back and um that sounds like your kind of yeah, TV show right uh they well, yeah, that... <laughs> they remade it but instead of Russians invading they made it North Koreans and it oh, was wow it just, how yeah, original it just wasn't good and it was not needed which brings me to like my first like argument with these reboots and remakes if mm-hmm. nobody's asking for it and the original was so good why the fuck would you make a remake of it that's Definitely not going to live up to the hype. They never do. They never do. Well, well, how do you determine that, though? How good a movie is? Yeah, like whether it deserves to be like remade or it's not. It's easy. Like, no one, did anyone ask for Rocco's Modern Life? I don't know. Did they give it to me? Yes. <laughs> am I happy about it? Of course I but am. But Rocco's Modern Life was the original cast, the original directors and producers. Everything was the exact same. So it technically wasn't. Because it was done right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Red Dawn was not. And nobody asked for it. That's another problem. Well, People were asking for Rockwell's Modern go, Life. Tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. Uh, they remade, remade the TV shows Miami Vice and Magnum P.I., uh-huh. which the originals were amazing. Why would you Why would you remake them? I don't know. I haven't seen either of those yet because I don't have cable. But Now, would you care if they had been remade correctly? Um. Yeah. What, what do you mean care? I want it to be. If they do remake it, I want it done correctly, obviously. Right. But so they remade those ones, yeah? Yes. And they are shitty, yeah? I don't know. That's what I just said. I don't know. I haven't oh. seen them yet. Well, why? Robbie, you got to see them. I don't have cable, bitch. I don't care. I can't watch this stuff. 
Yeah, but don't complain about I'm it. I'm not. I'm saying, I'm saying this is a re-release. All right, all right. You're not all listening. Right. You do not listen. No, um, I'm a bad listener. Pet Cemetery. I just recently watched the, the new one. Oh, mm-hmm. Um, not that good. It was okay. It wasn't a reboot. Wait, the new one is out? Yes. I thought that didn't come out yeah, yet. Yeah, it's already out. Um, it's, it's kind of a retelling of the same story, but little th- tweaks mm-hmm. here and there. And it really wasn't that good, and it was kind of cheaply made, and you can you can tell. But really? that's another situation where nobody asked for a remake of Pet Cemetery. I don't, like we don't know why. How do you know? How do you know there wasn't an I, influx of people yeah, asking? Because I'm I'm deep into the horror community. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, but like, what if they had done it right? Like you and I was hoping they were. I was hoping they were going to do it right, and, and and it sucked. So now you have something to complain about. We're like, oh, cool. Nobody asked for this, and you fucked it up. <laughs> like, if nobody asked for it, you better fucking do it right. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen either of the yeah. movies, but I fully want. I do want to see it because I did see the the trailer yeah. for the new one. It's got some creepy parts. So I yeah, I've the trailer. But it, was it like one of those trailers that like shows all the good creepy parts no. in the trailer, and then like the rest of it's shitty? No, I don't think so. I think there's there's enough. All right. Well, I want to yeah. see that. I also want to see the Chucky ones. And yep. when does the It second chapter Part two? come out? Uh, soon, actually, I think. Ooh, this yeah. is a good time of year for yeah. it. Um, the Ghostbusters remake. With uh, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, that was... And nobody asked for that. And I thought that movie was really good. I fell asleep for the first <laughs> Ghostbusters, so... So, the, the Ghostbusters remake, well, first of all, the originals were so fucking good. Nobody was like... They were fine. Were like, yeah, see, you don't know. See, Ghostbusters... But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't have... I don't have the nostalgia aspect from yeah. this. So, I'm but speaking they were, purely from seeing... <laughs> but they the were movie. better made. They were just better made. No. I disagree. No, you just don't agree because it's an all-female cast, and that's the only reason. Yeah, and why shouldn't it be an all-female cast, Robbie? the thing is, nobody cares about the all-female cast. They care that they remade a a beloved movie that's so beloved, and they fucked it up, and they're like, all right, now it's just bad. It's just corny and cheesy, and it's like, it just, no. I thought it was good. I don't care what you say. You don't watch movies. Um, True Grit. (laughs) True Grit. I don't know what that is. It's an old Western, originally with, um, not Clint Eastwood, who's the other guy? John Wayne. Um, oh, love John Wayne. <laughs> do you? <laughs> I do. And they remade remade that, and that remake was actually very good. It was I thought it was at least very good. But like that's one of those situations where nobody asked for a remake, but they just came out with it. And we're like, hey, it worked. So they did a good job. All right. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah, you like you like John Wayne, but you haven't seen True Grit. Yeah, that's like <laughs> that's like his quintessential movie. Listen, I've only seen a few John Wayne movies, but you love him. Well, so we have a family friend uh, in Florida, and he is obsessed with John Wayne. He has a John Wayne room in his house, like posters of John Wayne, John Wayne cutout, yeah. like, and so that's the room that I stayed at when I was like visiting them. Like my parents got the guest room, and I got the John Wayne room. So I grew up with like good memories and being surrounded yeah. by John Wayne, <laughs> and I really respect this guy, and he spoke very highly of him. And I've seen a few movies and it was great and i just i love john wayne pretty sure he was a huge racist but that's yeah well pretty sure i think that was john wayne i think that was john wayne really racist so he get along great with the wreck my podcast crew they're super racist oh yeah they're like the oh, they're like they're like the race, most racist people we know it's pretty crazy like yeah besides ally who's ally our friend ally oh <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking shit on ally now <laughs> Well, listen, somebody needs she's to put her racist. back in her place. She's, she's, like Asian she's too high up here after having a kid. Ugh. Like She's so friendly and happy Ugh. all the time. Disgusting. I, she's not the same it's person. Um, yeah. <laughs> they remade the RoboCop movie, 
which was kind of meh. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen either of them. The originals so. just have kind of nostalgic, but they're they're not that. Even the originals weren't that great. Uh, Twilight Zone remake, which I haven't been able to watch yet. Oh, I'm excited to watch that because I think it's actually going to be good. It's already out. Yeah, yeah, I know. I just haven't watched it yet. <laughs> I think Jordan and them did a whole thing on it on Wreck My Podcast did episode they? if you want to go back and watch it. it. But yeah, I haven't had a chance to see that one yet, so jury's still out. As much as racist as they yeah, are, like so go check them out on YouTube. Um. Judge Dredd, they remade Judge Dredd, which was, o- which was okay. It was an 80s movie that they remade recently. Huh, Excuse right. me. Well, recently, I mean last 10 years. Um, MacGyver, they redid MacGyver TV show, and I have mm-hmm. n- no clue. I'm assuming it didn't do great because I don't think it's on anymore. But I never even heard of it. So You've it never heard of MacGyver? No, 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 the remake. Uh, I, I've never, I haven't heard, heard or seen anything about yeah. it, so uh, couldn't have been that good. And the last one I have down is The Bionic Woman. So they came out... The original Bionic Woman was an amazing TV show. Uh, Lindsay Wagner, amazing. And they remade it in like 2007, I think, and it lasted like eight episodes. <laughs> I'm like, wow. yep, serves that you guys sucks. right. <laughs> Don't try and remake amazing things. And if you can't pull it off, like, yeah. fuck you. Fuck you. Hmm. So what about you? What do you think about these kind of things? Well, Robbie, I feel two ways about them. I feel like, A... If you're doing a remake, it's because you're lacking originality. Yep. Like, why are you bothering remaking something when when you could... Well, that's, yeah, money. But, yeah. like, at the same time, it's like, okay, well, come up with something new because we've already seen this and everyone knows you're just doing it because it did well before. Yeah. But like, if you're not going to do it right, don't do it. Uh, and B, I appreciate it because it gives me things like Rocco's Modern Life static cling. <laughs> like I had already accepted the fact that I was never going to see a new Rocco's Modern Life episode ever. Um, and then they gave me this beautiful gift from the heavens. So <laughs> I like it in that aspect. And I, you know what? I wish that they would do like a remake of like Rocket Power or something or Cat Dog. Because <sighs> but I'm so worried I if they fucking... don't get the original crew that they're going to fuck it up. I'm so worried. Well, yeah, like... Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're going to do it right, do it right like Rocco's Modern Life did. Yeah. And I appreciate Rocco's Modern Life because now they've set a standard. If you are want to remake, like, a Nickelodeon show, that's the standard that you have to meet. And I kind of feel like it's – it. You, you know when they did the, um, like, Rugrats all grown up? Yeah. I feel like that kind of set a standard also because no other TV show had really done that before. Yeah. And they did it well. No, it wasn't bad. It was a little bit later in our childhood, but – Wait, wait. Yeah, but that's what I. But I think they did it at a good time because, like, our generation was kind of moving on from that, but, like, a second generation was coming in and, like, had that pre Rugrat knowledge and then they, like, transitioned into, like, the adult ones. So, I don't know. I think, I think that these kind of TV shows are setting a precedence. And if you're going to remake a show, remake it as good as that or don't even bother. But please remake them and do them well because i really would like that See, that's my i think that that's something our generation craves yeah, and that, that's my problem is i'm so worried that it's not gonna do well and it's like oh it was it left off so well don't fuck it up but it's like at the same time yeah. it's like oh i do want a sequel i do want a remake or a, you know a continuation but it's like don't fuck it up yeah. don't fuck it up motherfuckers i think it the new it movies has done a really good uh-huh. job of yep. kind of staying true to what it's supposed to and all but also being different and scary at the same time. So kudos on them for doing that. And and even coming from someone who doesn't have that like nostalgia like aspect that Robbie does, because yeah. I didn't watch the last the first it movie until two weeks before I saw the <laughs> right? first chapter of yeah. the it movie. And I like not being a huge fan, like if I had saw it 
by itself, I would have been like, all right, that was fine. But seeing how they recreated it and how, like, more scary and, like... Scary nowadays, yeah, as an adult. Well, yeah, but, like, creepier. It's much more creepy. Yeah, well, that wasn't... All the ambiance of it. Good job. You did it well, and you did it right. So I'm I'm excited to see the second chapter. I don't even like scary movies. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't... haven't Although I have been getting into them more. I know. You're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you, Robbie. Yeah. That's all I have to say. I'm exhausted You're exhausted. Now. It's hot. I used my brain so tired. much. <laughs> Do you want to rate your beer before we go? Yeah. Um. I don't know if this is just because I'm feeling a little tipsy, but it's not that bad. It's growing on you. Start drinking it. Yeah. I I actually think that the the red ale brings out like the the lemon and ginger flavors of this. Like it it helps support that flavor. Yeah. So I'm a fan. I'd rate this uh, uh maybe a two point five it's not something that i would ever drink again but i'm glad that i did and i'm not disappointed it's like it's like too unique for its own good where it might be hindering it yeah but that's why it's an experimental beer because who knows maybe it could have come out even better like i'm not mad that i'm drinking this i'm surprised they canned it to be honest being being Uh, as weird as it is i'm sure it's not that popular i don't know Some people go for that kind of so, thing. I'll, I'm going to get you a can. I'm going to send it to yeah, you, and I'm going to see yeah. if I can find another one. Be interesting. All right, and just like Team Rocket, folks, we are blasting off again. You can find the Brew Interviews on our Instagram account at the Brew Interviews or on Twitter at Brew Interviews. You can also send us an email at thebrewinterviews at gmail.com or on Facebook under The Brew Interviews. And if you feel so inclined, you can head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thebrewinterviews and become part of the Brew Interviews family just like these few people. We have Hillary, Mitch, Steph, Karen, Danny, and Jess. Thank you for supporting the show. Also be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps us out. And stay tuned for some uh, Tavor gift card giveaways. So that's yes. going to be pretty awesome. Cool. For the Bruin Reviews, I'm Robbie. And I'm Lauren. Good night. Good night. This has been the Brew Interviews, a podcast about craft beers coast to coast with Lauren and Robbie. 